The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. On the show today, being Thursday, I almost said Wednesday, but no, it's Thursday, Cinco de Mayo, officially. Ooh, it is. Officially, uh, I guess you could say Tequila Thursday now. <laughs> That's the way we're going to keep it. You hear super producer Joe Demery Lachey is here in the studio on this beautiful Cinco de Mayo. I don't know what I'm going to partake in before 7, but after 7 p.m. tonight, you know where to find me. You know on what I'm floor. on the floor. <laughs> I might be on the couch. I might be standing on the. T- nah, I'm, I'm a little too old for that now. Now I'm a little too old for it. But a year ago, try me. You would have saw me up there, up top. But I, I don't even know what the meaning of single day mile really. The, the whole concept is behind the day of the dead. Oh goodness. So, so why am I drinking tequila? <laughs> well, because you're celebrating the life. Okay. Life of others. Uh, well, let's do it. Let's do it. It's, it's part of the Hispanic culture, Spanish culture. So I'm going to partake in it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to celebrate, I guess, what Super Producer Joe was presenting to me, my knowledge. So it, it, I, I guess I won't hold back now. So 888-346-914. Right. I'm, <laughs> I got a couple homies. I ain't going to speak about that. We got a lot of sports to talk about. Uh, the heat is really kicking on right now uh, out here in the valley, by the way. Triple digits is on the way. I actually stepped outside yesterday is when I really felt it, really felt that dry heat stepping out the door. And I was like, okay, it's May. It's finally here. We hit that 100 mark. We did hit the 102 yesterday, huh? Yes. It, it's here, okay? It's it's here. I probably won't – the weather probably won't change until mid-September. Which despair in your voice. <laughs> I'm a little worried. That's a little worried, but I, I'm ready for it. This is, what, summer number three for me coming up out here, so I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm ready now. Now I know what to do. I got water, I got a ton of water in, in the studio right now, so I'm going to be very hydrated throughout the process. Did go grocery shopping yesterday, grabbed me some more water, so I, Joe, I'm ready. I'm ready to go out here in the valley for these triple digit weather, but also news that broke out two weeks from being two weeks, obviously, right now she's 49 years old, but Janet Jackson is pregnant. Came out and announced it to the media, to the world, that she is pregnant two weeks before she turns the age of 50. Wow. Man himself, Kwame's on. And I, I'm so surprised by this, and we do have Kwame here calling in on the show, out and about. I believe he's in the, the state of Virginia. He's back at home. Newport News. Virginia is for lovers. <laughs> heat. 102 out here, Kwame. Right, it's 102 out here. You're you going to leave. 
Oh, come on now. You in Newport News. Like gloomy, <laughs> terrible day. It'll be all right, though. I got some old 10-year-old golf clubs here. It, it, I'll find a way to get them out of there. Okay. That sounds, that sounds about right. Hopefully the rain will light up for you there and uh, it won't be so gloomy. But it is some, some bad weather going on right now in Indiana that we'll get to. Frank Vogel, no more. But the real story of the of the evening yesterday, Janet Jackson becoming pregnant, man, at almost the age of 50. What? And it ain't by uh, me. No. And it's not by me. <laughs> that's the part I'm not getting. Like, wow. But it's and okay. That's a great thing. 50 years old, <laughs> she got some good genes in her. She she definitely do. Them, I, I, thought, I, need to see some I need to see some DNA. I like how she waited until after Michael was gone to have a kid. Oh. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, goodness. that's messed up. The, I mean, I, I get yeah, I'm it, need, but <laughs> I'm ready to see some DNA because she's 50 years old. So, well, you know what? Holly Burton had one at 43 or something like that, 42, 43. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, te- uh, technology's taking over, but dang, 50. It doesn't like become a real risk till about 60 years. The books old. that right, the, the books that I was reading, you know, some some eggs and stuff don't grow to after the age of 35, 40. But these well, women you ain't got the Jackson eggs or the Berry <laughs> eggs. You see, you've been messing with chicken heads. Eggs oh, dying here you out. go. Why they got to be chicken heads? <laughs> they educated. Why they got to be chicken heads? <laughs> yeah, but that was the news that jumped out to me. Call me this Cinco de Mayo. I, I know you're back at, at home. Maybe partake. But you're back in Newport News, man. I, I know you got some yeah. uh, family things you got to get to, but how does it feel to be yeah. back at home, man? It it's and you know feeling. what, man? It's, it's good. It's, it's good. I like when I see a lot of changes. When I, when I leave the airport and I drive through the uh, city, uh, towns, the uh, city, and then you see all the changes, but they change for the best. And then you, you see, man, some things never change. Oh, yeah. But, I'm, I, you know, I did a, a post before I got out, before I got here. I was looking for some breakfast spots, but, you know, everybody responded. So I, ended, I didn't end up, end up going to breakfast. I just came to the house. Then okay. I'm gonna uh, check into the hotel later, but you know it, it was. It, I'm gonna probably hook up with a bunch of these people later on tonight, this evening. Hey, nothing better than good. you know. It's good to be home. I get to see my, like you said, I'm here for. I'm here for some things. I gotta get some things done here. For, see my uh, grandmother and all my family members. Nothing is better than going home or going back home to your family, and first thing you do is get off that plane, go get a hot plate of that home cooked meal than mm-hmm. what you used to. I can't, you can't beat she that. Was, she was trying to feed me, but I can't, you know I don't eat meat, so, you know, it's a wrong time to be home or wrong place to be. <laughs> okay, Roscoe you Jenkins. Okay, Roscoe. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't even eat anything. Okay, Roscoe. Uh, I used to eat that real good. So I was you, thinking, like, should I? Should I just try it? Should I? But I can't get back to it. It'll derail my program. <laughs> By the time you get back, I can't wait to hear that story about you taking the week off or that that time off of <laughs> non eat meat. So I'm, I'm already. I'm not gonna be surprised by it. I'm not. No. See, if I'm talking about it, that means I won't do it. I'm already <laughs> conscious about it. Right. So. Exactly. I'm, I'm gonna be good. Keep talking about I'm it. Be good. I'm stick to my juices and my salads. Keep talking about it. Which I'm comfortable with because I'm never hungry. Okay. <laughs> okay, Roscoe. Hey, let's <laughs> let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. Some NBA. We jump straight to the NBA world. Last night, LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I can say that. I'm not gonna put Kyrie and Kevin Love up there just yet. But LeBron James and the Cavaliers broken NBA record. 25 three pointers in the game. 
tore up the Atlanta Hawks by the third quarter. Actually, by halftime, it was the game was over by second by second quarter. But they definitely came out very hungry, very hot. Couldn't could not miss in that first half, third quarter, and it was a blowout. Waste of time to even watch the game. The Hawks didn't even want to compete. But it was a lot of talk after the game that really caught my attention, caught my eye. I know Charles Barkley made some comments on watching. I watched NBA uh, on TNT last night, NBA Inside. Uh, Barkley made some comments that the Hawks, they got to do something about this. They can't let a team go off like this and not do anything to send a message, I guess you could say, by getting physical with an opponent. How how do you allow this? And he felt like the Hawks kind of gave up. And I'm going to take on it real quick before we hear your speech on it, Kwame. From what I've seen and from what the NBA is known for nowadays, you can't really – necessarily go do the things that you used to it's not that guys i don't think they're soft they're, i don't think they grew up in a different background it's a different limelight in which the nba is in now than it was before maybe it's even bigger for back in the 90s on my take on it you leave everything on the playing field whereas nfl hockey baseball nba you leave it on the field what happens on the court stays on the court it doesn't go off the court so when you get a chance to get at that extra elbow in, you make sure it happens. Nowadays, you cannot do that. You can't even get an argument without getting technical, without getting fined. Then when you get so mm-hmm. many fines, you get suspended. And once you get suspensions, right. I think it's up to ten. Yeah, something like it, it's it's to the point now in the playoffs you get what three? You suspended for the next game or something like that? Yeah, exactly. If you have to sit out a half, like it's ridiculous. Now it's getting to the point. Where it's not yeah, even it's just, not it's not even get to the point where it's happening on the court anymore. It's now we're about to go deep into your pockets. Now sponsors are looking at this, your endorsements. They're pulling your name out the hat. Like, really? I, all I did was get into a one guy. Now I got to defend myself in the media. And now that makes me look bad. And now Gatorade has to drop me or Nike. When back in the day, Barkley was still making commercials, knocking boys out on the court. Jordan was still gambling in the nightclubs and whatever on the golf courses. But everything was okay and smooth. Then it's so much, could you say, pressure? I don't think guys are, and to the point now, going back to the playoffs, watching the game, even the Thunder game the other night when they got smacked by the Spurs, I don't think guys are really giving up. I mean, it's, it's to the point there they are looking at, well, we'll get them back next game. We're looking forward to tonight. Tonight's just not our night. But it's a series. So let's look at the whole bigger picture. That's how the game has changed now. Now it's not like, okay, we go in the second half, Let's send a message physically saying we're not going to be punked all night. Where you can't do that nowadays. Well, I, I'll see if I can remember everything. These people are set up in my uh, background. Um, okay. It's, um, no, I, I think the Cleveland Cavaliers have put everybody on notice and say that this is how it's going to be throughout the playoffs. And we haven't seen them let anything down, let down from any of that outside of the um, Detroit Pistons. I, I said this Detroit Pistons. Played them tough. I said the Atlanta Hawks, you know, they had, they went, you know, they got swept last year, but they have a good team. And I, and I can't see that from last year to this year that they put the pieces of puzzles together. And, and mm-hmm. they shouldn't be, nobody should come out at 25, not even to go to State Warriors. Because at some point you got to take pride in what you do. At some point you got to send a message. This is a long, this is a seven game series that can be over in four right. if you just let one team dominate you. Uh, from start to finish, and that that can never be. But we, I gotta go to the locker room at halftime, and there's a mirror in there, 
you look in the mirror and say, what are we doing? How are we, how is this team, and, and to a man, you look at, okay, we know LeBron is LeBron, but we got somebody we can put on him to slow him down. You can't stop him. Who's going to stop Kyrie? When you start double-teaming somebody, when then you got a J.R. Smith who's playing defense, right. instead of being first to mess up everything, he's being first to play some defense. Now you see a complete team that's Cleveland Cavaliers. And when you get back to what the NFL, the NBA used to be, right. those things they did, then it would just be a foul or a check and play. No one would get suspended because you didn't allow superstars to be missing any games and for the TV revenue. Now it brings drama to it, a lot of dramatization to it. Be with the, uh, okay, during a regular season, you got 10 texts, you out for a game. During the playoffs, if you're getting three, uh, uh, three flagrants, double yeah. flagrants, you out for a game. And these guys are now, they can't play with aggressions. Now, saying all that, I'll say, here's where I see the problem where teams are not aggressive with others. It's too many friends in the NBA. There's too many friends on other teams. So you lose your aggression. You lose that dog in you. Uh, and that's, that's not all of them. You can see uh, Dwayne Wade and, and LeBron James uh, buddies, Chris Paul and those guys are buddies. Right. Those, are, those guys are a different breed because they still coming to cut your head off. They still want your neck. They still coming for that. But yeah. a lot of these guys don't know how to separate the two. Like, I'm your... I would... I would fight my brother if he's on the other team. If it comes down to my team winning. Oh, yeah. After that, we're going to always be who we are. But it's competition within the rules and within the, within the law and what's legal. I'm going to play hard as I can against them. Right. And, and I'm going to expect the same thing. Yeah, because honestly, everyone's chasing that greatness. You want to be great. So if it causes for you to take out your brother, take out a friend, a personal friend, that's what you signed up for. It's sports. Don't take it personal. Right. But I'm not trying to Don't take, take your head off. I'm not trying to kill you. you. Know we're not trying to kill everyone out here. That's what remember what Kevin Durant was saying. But I'm gonna go out, go at my my younger brother, my younger friend to send a message that you're. Right. It's not I, just you. I, 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 if I'm playing against you, I don't want you to ever think you got a chance, even though I know how great you, how good you are and how great you will be. But against me, I don't want you to ever think you got a chance. And, and basketball these days, and, you know, I don't think it ever was just a skill game. It's all mental also. you got to have a mental aspect of the game because some guys we know you can talk to and do certain things to them and you take them out their game. Right. To me, that's mental. Right. And, if you're able to, and if somebody able to do that to you, then you are no longer a skilled guy. Right. You're a guy with skill that never get to use those skills because mentally you are challenged. And I can get I can tap into you at any time I want to and take you out of your game. Right. It's just business. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It's all just business. 888-346-9144. We're going to jump into the first break here. After the break, we'll, we'll discuss more NBA talk, some other talk that was going on after that Cavs and Hawks game that we'll get into, some NFL talk coming up on the show, why Andrew Luck is rated number 92 by the players in the NFL. Kwame Lester Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports... 
America's sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We set sail. We ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure of which man has ever embarked. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back in Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. The series is not over in one game. You cannot judge a series NBA. Playoff series, you cannot judge it off one game. I don't think any series in any sport, besides football, you only get one game. You only get one shot. But now we're talking basketball. Before the game, last night's game, LeBron James spoke about Dwayne Wade, possibly facing Dwayne Wade in the Eastern Conference Finals, and how fun that would be to not only play against D-Wade, play against the old organization he went to take his talents to in South Beach, to play against the guys he won championships with in the organization and get a chance to beat them. Now, it's only been one game in the series prior to the outscoring display that Cleveland put on last night. So, is LeBron even respecting his own opponent right now in the Atlanta Hawks? Is he respecting even the Toronto Raptors? Because D-Wade and the Heat went to Toronto, went into overtime on a lucky shot, and they came out on top as well. They still won the game. Is he overlooking Toronto and Atlanta? I think it's pretty obvious. I think he threw a shot. Toronto, Atlanta, you guys are not ready yet. Yeah, y'all had a great season. Y'all had a great run, but it's a playoff time. D-Wade and them boys, they're ready to go, even without Chris Bosh, in which we'll get into that story as well. But why is LeBron throwing these shots so quick, so early? I mean, as an opponent, how do you how should, how should you take that? I know how I would take it, but he's literally saying, "I'm I'm ready for Miami." Basically, we know where this LeBron. is going to go. Yeah, LeBron is uh, LeBron is pretty much he is, he's he's got some gamemanship going on right there. Uh, pretty much telling these guys, you know, any one of you guys can get off for the Atlanta Hawks. Y'all can get off and, and get yours, but. You don't have enough to beat us on the seven-game series. You don't have enough to beat us right now in Cleveland. So if we come down to that and, and we fall off, I mean, you may get yours at home. We're going to get one of those at your place, if not both of them. It's going to be a sweep, but you're not going to beat us at home. And who's going to guard me? Who's going to check me? It is obvious that he's looking past the Atlanta Falcons. It, it was, to me, I thought he had his game face on more against the Detroit Pistons. Because it was it was not only a tough, uh, I say tough, they got swept, but a, a tough defensive team 
a got team that played them down, uh, you know, made homework for everything, but they pulled it. Cleveland Cavaliers pulled it off, but it's obviously that he's looking past the Atlanta Hawks and disrespected him. And, and most guys who was in the moment never do, never do things like that. Right. You play that team right now, and when I get to D-Wade, I get to D-Wade, and on top of that, I'm not going to make it about LeBron and D-Wade. It's, it was always Cleveland Cavaliers and the Miami Heat. We know the story with that, him going, taking his talents where, but now, and when it's all said and done, I think they are playing for the right, you know, barring the championship and playing in the championship. I think they're playing for the right to uh, find out who's going back where. Because it's not out of the impossible that he won't go back to Miami. Right. But if he win this year and beat up the Miami Heat, D-Wade might take his talent to uh, Cleveland. Oh, wow. You think so? You know, it's all about those rings. That guy, he, he has enough NBA money. Uh, he's gonna make more money because he's he's a, he's a smart guy. From what we know, he's gonna make more money off the court. D Wade, yeah. Even with even with the endorsements and the advertising, still he's he's gonna still be very much marketable. Oh yeah. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna come down to I can go over there and play for a ring. It's not a big deal. I'm I'm always a fan of superstars stay home. See, right. I was okay with LeBron leaving because <clears throat> like any of us, we change jobs. What's wrong with us changing jobs for more success, or or we felt like we can be treated better? I just and the reason why he left is the ownership didn't put people around him. This guy was a young kid doing it all by himself and taking his team to a finals, but he right. just didn't have enough, and he didn't have enough experience to win a final. Yeah, yeah, he he does. He he did, and he proved it, and that's why I think he's even still overlooking. The two opponents in the Hawks and the Raptors saying, y'all y'all not ready yet. Y'all haven't been to this level. Dwayne Wade has several times. And it's not a money issue anymore. It's, it's to the point now, I want to be great. I want to re- be remembered as a great competitor, as a champion. Legendary. Yes, iconic. You want, it's, it's time to start that chapter and finish it the right way. So that's interesting. You brought up moving. D-Wade maybe taking a chance going to Cleveland. It's been a lot of talks that Kyrie Irving, this could be his last round going about. If they don't win the championship, he could bounce. So that opens up a shot at D-Wade. But the funny thing is, what's going on in Miami right now, you know, I'm not, I'm smelling a little something that's cooking up, especially with the whole Chris Bosh issue and the way that Pat Riley and organization is treating his illness, his sickness. It's to the point where he, he knows and he feels that he could play especially right now during the playoffs. It was a time where his sickness did come back about after the All-Star, before the All-Star weekend at the NBA, and he had to take that time off, but in which the doctors had cleared him and, you know, kind of mentioned, hey, you can go out there, practice, play, if you feel like it, but the team medicals uh, down there at the Heat are telling him with the organization, obviously down their back, is saying, you know, Let's let's hold you off a little bit. You're done for the playoffs. Calling him done. I'm like, wow. And before him, you know, his agent was speaking up about all these situations and had Chris Bosh's back, told Chris Bosh and his wife to go make put a put out an influence on what you're going through that this needs to be taken care of. Let's go put a light on it. His agent hadn't said anything as of yet. His agent shares the same agent with Dwayne Wade. So it's now something that's cooking up in Miami in which it's either they're trying to make a push at LeBron James coming back, getting him and D-Wade back together, or obviously I think now 
Chris Bosh has done in Miami? There's a, there's a lot of things that play in this whole situation. That's why I can't wait to free agency and see who moves where. You know, uh, CP3, if he moves anywhere, it'll be his third team and he's chasing that championship. But if everybody say he's the best point guard, pure point guard in the league, then won't they put people around him? What's wrong with uh, Blake Griffin, uh, D'Angelo, uh, Jordan? What's wrong with these guys? And, and then you have, uh, who's the sharpshooter over there? He has places in peace. Kwame, he has a great has pieces those. around him. They just they just haven't figured it out. Maybe it's Doc. I don't know. Well, pieces in place, yeah. He they has have. Pieces in place. Right. But, but, and then you got a Hall of Fame coach. I won't put too much on uh, Coach Doc Rivers, but I think he's one of the better coaches in the league. He is. But why are you not winning it? I don't believe in those curses and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I do believe, you know, anything can happen that can happen will happen. But you can control a lot of things. You control your own destiny for the most part. It depends on what you believe in. But in the game, you you got a talented team. Now you just got to figure out how do I coach the team so they stay healthy. Uh, like the incident with Chris Chris Paul, that was a freak incident. You can't you can't prevent that if you wanted to. Right. But then you exactly. look at uh, what's going on in Miami with Chris Bosh. I'm a little fifty fifty on this because uh, I think the players' union is going to get involved because it's not just. If Chris Paul's play, his health concern, which that should be first and foremost, but it's also the Miami he can save a lot of money if he doesn't play. They can yeah. get that money somewhere else if he doesn't play. And it always comes down to money uh, with these guys and with these businesses. And then it is a business. And if you don't understand that, that business is getting done to you and not with you. So if he's healthy to play, I don't want to see a Hank Gather situation. I don't want to see Chris Paul in a basketball game, and he passing out. That's not good for anybody, not for his kids, his, his family, his wife, not for the NBA, and yes. knowing that everybody knows his situation. So now, you can, even though you ask him to sign a waiver, still the situation, if it came down to it, I'd rather have Chris Bosh uh, alive and then and instead of trying to win a championship and endangering his life. That's just me as a fan. I'm a fan of, uh, you know, talented guys. I thought he was one of the better players when he was in Toronto, but he didn't have any help, which which prompts him to move to Miami. True. He created the big three. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't put his life and his health in danger, but you also got the Miami Heat playing, a look, playing another card with some luxury tax. Player unions might get involved, but he's going to save millions of dollars on millions of dollars on top if he does if he does not play or take and keep him out and yeah. get draft picks. It's going to be a pretty interesting summer. There's some big names that are about to be thrown out here. Kevin Durant, Westbrook can opt out. Kyrie Irving's talking about getting on the move. Chris Paul name is being presented out there. Uh, it, Dwight Howard. It's, it's, going, it's, it's going to be some moves. LeBron James can opt out of his two-year deal that's left on the table right now. Could he bring some more talent into Cleveland? I think Chris Paul had the talent out there in L.A. There's no question. And I, I, I don't want to put awesome. I don't want to put Dark Rivers in that standpoint and call him out because he's won a championship. He's done it with talent, without talent. It's more talent in L.A. than I think he had in Boston, talent-wise. Sure. Talent-wise, guy, yes. I think in free agency, uh, and we can, if you're talking about, uh, if you're going to bring in uh, Dwight Howard for whatever reason, but he is one of those guys he's talented. that if he just took the game serious, he, he could be a dominant factor night in and night out. But I think he should go to Orlando, go back home, and, and dominate for the next five years. Like, 
focus for five years. Stop playing around so much. Stop being a prankster. You're not Shaquille, you're not Shaquille O'Neal. Stop being trying to be that guy. You can actually dominate and then work yourself into some Hall of Fame talks. Yeah. But if you don't play around all the time, it's not going to work. So you go back to Atlanta. Chris Paul, you stay and um, you stay in Cleveland. That's what you. I mean, I'm sorry, not Cleveland. Chris Paul, you stay in L.A., Los Angeles. And, um, you know, we talked about uh, about two weeks ago that Kyrie Irving, he was he had the maximum, the franchise numbers, while LeBron was in on his way from Miami back to Cleveland. So, okay, we know Miami, we know Cleveland with LeBron. I say they stay together and they put pieces together around them by themselves in uh, in Cleveland. Right. And keep the stars where they are. You bring them together. And it's not fun watching basketball when you got probably five teams that can dominate and beat everybody on any given night. And it's not just fun when they do it consistently. You look at the San Antonio Spurs, who's the superstar over there? You call in them, defensive player. Uh, you got LaMarcus Artists over there who's lights out still. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Kevin Durant. Where is he going to go? Maybe uh, I think we both agree he signed a two-year deal with one of those deals being an option. And then he and then they made the decision. What are you going to do as an ownership or as a franchise when me and and Russell are coming out, Russell Westbrook coming out at the same time? Yeah. So it's a lot of pieces in place where they got to strategically make some moves so it's viable for the league to make superstars all across the board. Yep. And going into this break, I tell you about this summer. It's possible if the Lakers get a top three pick in this year's lottery that they're going to make a move at Paul George. I guarantee you Larry Bird would not. He's going to think about this decision and trading a top three pick for Paul George to get Paul George to L.A. So the Pacers. I wouldn't get rid of Paul George. I'm t- I'm t- I've seen Larry Bird do some crazy things, especially with Frank Vogel now out of town. I Trust me, I, I, I would not be surprised if he pulled that trigger. Kwame Lasser, Sports Talk Show. We do have to take a quick break. After the break, more sports to talk about. Single day Mayo. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. That goes O'Neal. 
He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. He's left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Freedom of jail, clips inserted A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered The beginning and end, as far as rap goes, only natural Hey, welcome back, welcome back in to Kwame Lasser's Sports Talk Show Here live with Jimmy Lachey's here in studio Kwame Lasser here on the line, calling all the way from Newport News, Virginia I didn't even know that was still on the map, but obviously it is (laughs) (laughs) Come on out here and say that then I ain't gotta go there, they hear me, they know, Kwame, they know me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they they put okay. some respect on my name. They know me. They put some respect <laughs> okay. on it. <laughs> I play on my name, Kwame. They know me. Yeah, I, I ain't got to be there. My... <laughs> that's, that's how you saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time I mean it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, but, man, ton of NBA to talk about right now. A lot of movements. I get very excited talking about basketball and the summer time about to come up and all these big names about to drop out, but it is some basketball that's being played right now. I it's another game tonight. The Hawks and I'm sorry, the Raptors in the Heat going into game two. Raptors struggled in game one and series one against Indiana. And right now they're off again to an 0 and one start against the Miami Heat. Kyle Lowry shooting the ball around in the gym at one AM. And everybody's making a big spectacle of it. I don't I don't get it. He What's wrong with that? Kobe did it. All the great players I mean, did it. Kobe did it, but Kobe, Kobe was considered one of his greatest. Lowry is going to be one of those guys. I don't know how great, but he's going to be one of those guys that you can probably put some pieces around. But all he did was got tired. You've been shooting in the gym forever. What's that? What's being there at 1 o'clock at night going to do for <laughs> you? What makes you tired for the next day? Right. Well, sometimes you got to get back to the basics, though. If you have that time to push some shots up, you at home. So the next game going to be at home. You're going to rest up the next day. Let me get some shots up. Let me get back to the basics. Sometimes you got to find that inner whatever whatever it'll take. You know, it's... No, I know. Sometimes you got to do that. You got to get back in there and say, okay, find your spot, in this, find your spot run through a bunch of plays in your head. I mean, I, I understand that part, but you ain't got to be out there late. <laughs> I know Kobe got off the plane and went straight to the gym and did it, so it, it worked for him, but... We'll see if it works for Lowry. I mean, he has no business losing to Miami Heat at home when they have a better team. Yeah. Say it ain't so, it is time for Frank Vogel to go. Larry Bird made the movement, telling him, hey, basically, you may not want to sign the extension. I think we just need to part ways now. And it's time to move on, move forward. With the Indiana Pacers we're speaking of, it's already uh, talks that the Pacers are looking at possibly hiring in Nate McMillan, who is their assistant head coach, uh, Brian Shaw, who was their assistant head coach before. He got that job in Denver, and now he's assistant in somewhere else. I think, Frank, uh, I think personally Larry Bird may end up going with Kevin McHale, even though right away he said he's not looking at Kevin McHale because he's too good of a friend, and he don't That's see exactly him. exactly who he's going to hire. He, he don't see him, right. Exactly, and he doesn't see him working for. He doesn't see Kevin McHale working for Larry Bird. Larry, get out of here! If Kevin once Kevin McHale say I'm interested, because yesterday Kevin McHale pulled his name out of talks of going towards the Sacramento Kings head coaching job. I'm like, wow, that's funny. I think he could have had that job on lock, coaching up there. Uh, Demarcus Cousins keeping him there. Right. He's a big man, man coach. Luke, Luke, 
Lou Walton got a job with the Lakers for, for, for being an assistant coach on the greatest team out there. And, and he didn't coach them. It wasn't even a real interview. It wasn't even a real interview. <laughs> no. They know who they wanted. Exactly. I and mean, they, he's young enough. He lives in L.A. He's young enough. He can talk, talk to those kids. Everybody said how bad of a Brian Scott did. Well, you you put some grown-ups around him, he might they might have played better, he might have coached them. Everybody can't coach kids because these, these millennium kids, man, they in, they in the AAU. They right. coming out just shooting. They ain't playing no defense. Yeah. I mean, Walton's not a bad choice. It's not a bad choice. You you give him time. He signed what five years, twenty five million. So we gonna put in some time with the Lakers and find out there where they want to go. Whether it's with D'Angelo Russell, without D'Angelo Russell, with possibly a top three pick coming their way, it's a good fit. I mean, he did go thirty nine and four as a head coach in place of Steve Kerr with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond in the game. So. Man, you are not going to win 39-4 with those guys. He didn't do anything special. Yeah. He didn't say anything. Whatever the philosophy was, he just he just echoed, he just repeated it, what Steve Kerr said. Right. And we can we keep forgetting, and I'm a Steve Kerr fan. I like what he's done to the team. He put his thing on it. Um, but Mark Jackson, if Mark Jackson and the owners could have got along, he would have still been there, and he would have won those championships. But you, you never know. But I, I say this. No one's interviewing Mark Jackson. Maybe it's something Mark Jackson might have to look in the mirror about and see what he needs to change. Or maybe uh, they, they're just trying to isolate him or blackball him out of, uh, as far as coaches. Uh, I, do, I think he does a great job as an announcer with the NBA because he's very knowledgeable of it. Yeah. But we know he's a good coach all too. Also, I don't think he um, – I thought he used to coach in the Pacers before. I don't think he ever applied for that job again. No, well, he, no, he never coached in Indiana. He played there. Mark he Jackson. played there for sure. Yeah, he, he played there. was very dominant. One of my favorite players growing up watching. And now I think if I'm Larry Bird, why not? Why not bring in a Mark Jackson? He talked about now that he wants to go to this running gun style offense and back it up with great defense. Well, I don't know what other candidate you can look at who put together what's going on right now in Oakland better than Mark Jackson. If that's the style you want to go for, that's the gentleman, obviously, you up to hire. They, Mark, D'Antonio, Mark D'Antonio did that running gun. Yeah, Mark D'Antonio's a good, yeah, that's a good name to throw out there, too. He, he did that running gun in, um, in um, Phoenix. In Phoenix. Out here in Phoenix, yeah. He, and he tried to do it in L.A., but it didn't work. But here's where, here's where it makes sense. If you run into gunning, you got teams up by 15, 20, by the fourth quarter. That's a deficit they got to climb out of. Right. And you're still able to run and gun. You're not playing defense. They just got to hop. Out of the class, how I heal the class, which they exert a lot of energy, and that's how they won a lot of games. Right, and it depends on what what type of players you put in that what system. Defense did uh, Steve Nash play? <laughs> I didn't know he played defense. I thought they took him out. Right, and, exactly. And then they put him back in when it was a fast break. That's that's all I kept watching. But you're wasting you wasting time out. <laughs> it's funny though that that type of style of offense that you're speaking about, you got to have a point guard that's ready to go. Indiana, Frank Vogel got put in a bad position. He's always been in a bad position. He was always, he was the assistant coach, that, the interim assistant coach, head coach that became a head coach for the last six years now, did great for what players, pieces he had. Was coaching a 7-2 uh, ignorant, non-talent big man in Roy Hibbert. And now 
you you talk about bringing a running a gun and type offense. It's like okay, well look what the pieces I have. George Hill ain't no point guard you want to run a gun with. No, it, it, it's not. You bring in Monte Ellis and you put him in as an off guard. That's a guy who I think couldn't run and gun. You bring in Ty Lawson off the bench. You get him out of his departure and out of Houston. That's a run and gun point guard. So it's like, but you want George Hill as their starter. And you're trying to teach him to play in a whole different system. Frank Vogel, obviously, it was a whole. It was tough for this man to coach something, and which he didn't have the players to do so. You 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 go into a new image. Yeah, it's got to be consistent on the players they bring in uh, according to the offense and defense they want to run. And then you got to be about consistency. I mean, you got to stick to what you who you drafting or coming out of college or who you uh, trading for. Or who's coming through in there through in free agency? Yeah. So you got to be consistent in that regard, and then you can start putting those offenses in a defensive strategy. It becomes easier because these guys know we come here to run and gun. Right. Everybody's gonna get their shots off. Right. And it's a good. And, and by far, I hope it's all gonna go through Paul George, no matter what. But it's you got some good candidates: Nate McMillan, Mark Jackson, Mike Woodson. Assistant coach for the Clippers right now did his thing down in Atlanta, did his yeah, thing in New York. He used to be coaching Atlanta, didn't he? Yeah, he was coach of the year when he was with Atlanta. He was running and yeah. gunning, finally got relevant again, took his talents to New York, was an assistant coach, came a head coach, turned that turned them around, went to the playoffs, what, like three years in a row, running and gunning, yeah. even with Jeremy Lin. There's some great candidates out there. Nate, Nate McMillan's a good, he's a great head coach. He's a good players coach, coach with Team USA. So guys are going to believe and play with him. So I, I see why Bird pulled that trigger right now. He didn't want to. Frank Vogel's a great guy. He'll be a great coach elsewhere. But it's some, it's some, it's some talent out there in the coaching level if you want to run a gun. And hopefully you get the players to do so. I don't want to see my team in Indiana get set up again. Instead of for failure, you know, you're changing the system. Well, these guys got to buy into the system. I mean, you look, you look at um, you look at somebody who's not buying into the system because I drafted somebody to make my company and business better, and now you want out. If you got to be competitive on all facets of, of your profession, if you're competitive, then you bought into what we're trying to do. Then if you, for example, if you're the quarterback, yeah. if you're the point guard, you run in the show. You yeah. gotta get these guys to buy into also if you think it's work. If you think it's uh, if you think it works where we can be successful, you make sure they buy in. Defense and offense don't work unless everybody's on the same accord. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta find a system. You gotta find a point guard. Period. If that's the option, that's the way you want to go running and gunning. You gotta find a point guard. Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Steph Curry. You got to find that point guard to begin a run and gun type of offense that's consistent, and you got to buy into the system with the players around it. So, right, I guess we will see. We will see. And you know, Bird and I think Paul George had some different talks going into this season. They were trying to move him to power forward. George was like, "I'm not no power forward. I don't want to play power forward. I'll do it for the team, but this is not where I want to be." So what I'm saying, man, yeah. when they talk about getting this man to LA. Which he he talks about being a huge Kobe fan and growing up in L.A. and California. I won't be surprised, man. I I, I would hate to see it as a fan, but it, like you said, it's a business. He pulled it off, though. I think I think PG pulled it off uh, playing well this year, and 
He was, he was more passionate. It's just a, it's just a miracle that this guy even playing basketball. But yeah. then you, he comes back and you put him in another position. I would put him at the three instead of the four. Absolutely. Nobody can guard him, but the, the four guy definitely can't guard him. But he's going to have a hard day for himself trying to trying to guard a big man. Absolutely. He's trying to guard that four guy and then be offensively on the other side of the ball. Yeah. It, it becomes it becomes tough. And for Paul George when he's doing things like that, or when they, he's a team player for one, that's obviously you can't go without saying that because of what happened and where he moved and where he's playing this year. Right. But I think it was a lot of the people around him who didn't show up because he played well just being a three and a four. Right. Absolutely. Call me last sports talk. We got to jump into this last break. After the break, we'll discuss some NFL news, some of the NFL draft wrap up. Predictions for next year's draft, maybe. Johnny Menzel's mugshot and Andrew Luck being rated number 92. We'll talk about it. We'll get into it. You listen to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Kwame. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Listen, listen, I don't want hate players, I don't love the game, I'm the shot clock, way above the game, to be point blank with you motherfuck the game, I got all this work on me, I ain't comfortable. Hey, welcome back in, Kwame Last of the Sports Talk Show, in our last segment, Nemi Lachey is here in studio, Kwame calling in, all the way from Newport News, Virginia, the waves is coming in, it's, yeah, I need, I need, I need it's raining like Cleveland last night, huh? No, it's uh, it was it was uh, actually it's very old overcast. You remember when I was at the combine? I told you, man, it looked like a ghost town. Like it looked like a dull city. Like that overcast, that, that just great look that you rather be sleeping or watching a movie at home yeah. instead of being out somewhere. Right? Is that is that look? Kwame, you're spoiled. That's all that means. You you are spoiled by Phoenix and the West Coast, California, seeing these beautiful palm trees. I know what you're talking oh, about. I pay for that, son. 
I pay, pay for, for the sun. And I don't, I don't come here to put it down. I have it. <laughs> You, you, you're not used to where you came from, man. That's all that is. You ain't been there in a while. You spoiled. I, that's why. Not yeah, I, I get. I go. I go back to the crib all the time. I'm like, man, it looks so great here. I'm spoiled. Yeah, right. I am spoiled with the weather right now. Hey, you back in two days? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nah, but uh, I, I hope the weather gets a little better. We'll jump into the NFL a little bit. Johnny Manziel. I, you know I hate talking about him in the in the media and the news, but I can't tell. He, I know. Don't 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 call me out like that. Um, <laughs> he took his mugshot. I had to talk about this real quick. I don't care who you are. The, the mugshot. This man came out afterwards and tweeted. At least this time I had my shirt on. What? What what's wrong with you, man? Yeah, this time I had my shirt. He just ain't gonna get it, is he? Why is it this time? Why are we talking about this time compared? Why was there even a time? <laughs> Why are you talking about this time? Like next time, it might not be <laughs> right. Next time, it's gonna be a next time. Next time, I might have no sleeves. Like what? What are you trying to? Who are you trying to compete with? All the other mugshots, yours against anyone else's? Is that is that what right. we're going to now? I, yeah, I, I just yeah. don't get it, man. I just, I just <laughs> this guy. Maybe he compete. He he competes at the wrong things instead of football. Right. It's football, Johnny. That's what Johnny football is. What we want to see. That's what I want to get to. That's what the stories I want to talk about. He has a brand, man. The sad thing was a lot of sad things about him, but this guy had a brand that you could have marketed outside of football. Oh, he's brand. He's still branded. I don't know if I want to market it, but it's, it, he got a brand still going. Yeah, but after a while, people ain't gonna be checking for him because he. It was like I was gonna have Tim Tebow's uh, autograph in yours. No, oh, absolutely, no question. Tim Tebow has an Heisman. Yeah, he played in the NFL. <laughs> he was drafted in right. the first round. Tim Tebow actually played. He yeah, he won in the playoffs too. Something I don't think Johnny will ever see now. <laughs> it's a shame. Uh, NFL players every year they come out with their own rankings on NFL.com, NFL Network. They show it every year. They rank themselves top 100 players going into the next season. So obviously they're looking at what was performed this year, this past season, going into the next season, and where do you rank each and every player in top 100 at least. David Carr came out number 100 to set it off. I think that's a good place for him. Or number 100? Derek Carr, I'm sorry, not David. David, uh, David was nowhere near the – or Derek was nowhere. David Carr. Derek Carr. Look at me. I'm all over the place. He's he, still alive. I don't know which way to go. The car that's in Oakland, okay? <laughs> the car in Oakland is rated at number 100. That's a great place for him. I think he's still going to move up by the time he's entered his career, that his players, that the players in the NFL respect him. Even to be top 100 right now, that's very respectable. Yeah, that's a lot of guys in the league, too. A lot of good, good guys in the league, but yeah. I think he's higher than that. But, yeah, 100, man, yeah. Because you're talking about the problem is they do a lot of skill stuff, but you don't watch the intricate part. Uh, when them guys get gritty at the defensive line, the uh, in those three techniques, in those uh, one gaps, offensive line guys, it gets gritty down there. It's like a battle every time. Yeah, exactly. And when this list came out, it's already we are they already know which players going where. They said it's 15 quarterbacks on this list. Cards obviously number 15 in the players' eyes. Number 14 quarterback, 92nd player overall is Andrew Luck. I'm not feeling this. 
I understand. The, I understand he wasn't healthy, Kwame. I understand he's turnover prone. He had a bad year. He had a bad year last season. He was injured. He has kid kidney all messed up. Jim Irsay, Grigson, Pagano had no control. Had offensive coordinator move out halfway through the season. You talk about that great cloud that's going on in Indianapolis. It's going on with the Colts organization from the top bottom, and it's been there ever since Peyton Manning left town. And it, and it grew bigger. I'm not I'm not shooting for excuses now. He he is a top performer. He is a, still a top talent in this league. 92nd is not it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not sold on it. Is he top five quarterback, top ten? Maybe he did not display that last season. But at the same time, 92nd overall, this guy led his team to the playoffs as a rookie. With everything still speculating, everybody's still saying Peyton Man should be in position. He went to the AFC Championship game by his third year, or by his second year, and I mean, he's why why knock him all the way down there? Last season he was number seven, Kwame. Going into 2015, now going into 2016, 92. They say he barely should be in the top 100. He barely, you should barely be here. You're barely better than Carr in Oakland right now. You know what? Those injuries, man. Those injuries took a toll on him, and Dang. and we know better than him being ranked where he is. But that's just what it is right now. That to me, that's motivation for these guys when they get ranked like that. First of all, you got to think about who's ranked them. If it's if it's their peers, that's a whole other ball game. That's what it is. Motivation right there. Yeah, it's still motivation right there. But I don't, I don't think these guys pay too much attention to that. Who has time to rank rank a hundred players? Of in uh, that you play against, that's not something you want to do unless it's, you're doing it for the All Star selection. When you look at Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck is a uh, great talent. He's a smart guy. I think the, the buzz when he and uh, RG three came out that that's just what it was. It was a nice little buzz when we saw both of these guys compete in their very first year, and we thinking every other quarterback should be like that, and it's not. We we see in quarterback controversy and why this guy's not as good as he is when they said he was. Well, don't blame the player because the scout, the ones when they went out and found this guy yeah. and thought he was supposed to be the end all be all. Now you look at where he's ranked. Right. I think it's more hype than anything that he's he doesn't have as much hype as he was. But we know he's a franchise quarterback in Indianapolis, in Indiana. What are you going to do? What are you going to do if you don't put people around him? What are you going to do if you don't fix your defense? Right. Now, all that, all that stuff takes place. Sometimes when you got a great quarterback. He makes up for your defense, and sometimes when you had a great defense. It makes up for what the quarterback does because he gives him a short field to play on. Right. Andrew Luck threw all those interceptions. He threw on a lot of interceptions, but remember this great guy who just retired. He threw about twenty-seven or to thirty-seven interceptions his first year. Right. Like nineteen touchdowns, and Peyton Manning. Exactly. Brett Favre did too. That's uh, like don't don't knock this man. Like he came Brett into a Favre tough. Don't care, yeah, <laughs> he he came into a he tough situation though. Overall, like Andrew Luck, and after everything he's gone through so far, he still put on a great career thus far. And yeah, he's going to fix the turnover prone as soon as he get a, a right direction. He was hearing three different voices, you know, all at one different time. So I don't know. I don't respect the list so far, but we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. We'll see how, any Who's early. Who knows? It hasn't gone that far yet right now. They're at 100 through 91, and then today they're going to announce uh, like 90 through 81 or something. So, oh, okay. Uh, real quick, NFL draft, any 
predictions. Who's your favorite player coming out next season? I'm I'm liking Deshaun Watson. I'll even throw in the take of having Jalen Smith, even though he's not going to play this year, even though he was drafted this season. But next year, obviously, he'll be a rookie in Dallas. So I like yeah. I like those two. But kind of like Dante Fowler is going to be a rookie this year for the Jaguars. So any projections for you from your standpoint? Who's a good player you want to see stand out next year in the draft? He must have got cut from the line. So we're going to no, get out of here. <laughs> No, I'm still. I was listening. I had it had my uh, speaker thing. I had it on mute, so I didn't get you, get you in the background noise. I got you. <laughs> now, what is it? What, what did you say? Just who's your favorite player going into the draft next season? Next year? Yeah. Oh, we. Leonard for that question. You see, that's why I don't rank these guys as. Uh, <laughs> well, I do rank them. Yeah. But I don't give them a grade. Because a great, you cannot. It's impossible to give them a great right. until they've done something in the league. That's why we talking about the UCLA linebacker getting drafted or not getting drafted where he's supposed to. Yeah. He's going to be fine. He's yeah, going to he be, be that guy. He, he will just be. He's got a first round of people pass up because they they suckers and don't believe in their their skills as far as evaluating talent. But who's coming into the draft next year that that I got one of those top guys? That might be something we need to do. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Get, we'll, We'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, we might get to format it into a little book too, a little uh, format into a little book. Like you know how you was uh, when you was in college, you would go get all the books like the athletes and all that stuff. Yeah, and saw where your school and teams were ranked. Yeah, we might need to do that with the little rankings guy. We'll get so more into it. Yeah, we'll get more into it tomorrow. Call me last the sports talk show. We got to get you out of here. Happy single day, Mayo, and we out. Yeah. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.